search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast, your favorite podcast where we talk about scams and cults and crimes, obviously, (laughs) and other sketchy stuff. Um, This week is a very special episode brought to you by Dead to Me on Netflix because we're going to be talking about this awesome brand new Netflix original series that just debuted this weekend and that you should all watch. And we're going to tie it into a fun true crime story that has a lot of similar themes. As always, I'm Sarah Levine, your co-host and editor-in-chief at Betches, and I'm here with Casey Balsham. Hello. And Danny Murphy. Hey, guys. Both comedians and co-hosts of this podcast, obviously. And that's it. And major, and <laughs> and major fans it, of Christina Applegate. That's my only other credit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let's start off this episode with a new and fun game. It's called Ride or Die or... Dead to me. So, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So, essentially, what's going to happen is we're going to read off a scenario and, like, imagine that we're talking about your closest friend in the world, not like some random girl from your high school, Mm -hmm. your closest friend. Now, imagine that whatever scenario I talk about is happening. You're going to have to choose... If you, I know that's how. I feel like I already have to call her and apologize, or I'm just ready to burn bridges. I'm just like, you know what? I have pent up issues. You don't have to apologize because in this game, you're not going to be the one who's doing something bad. In this game, you're going to have to decide if she's a ride or die, like if you let it go, or if they're dead to you, which is self-explanatory. Okay. All right. I love it. I'm not even going to read. I'm I'm, I'm like, yeah, Yeah, don't read. I will start first. Okay. Let's say your best friend Mm -hmm. comes to you and admits that they slept with your ex from five years ago. Ride or die or dead to me. Oh, have him. Yeah. It's fine. I wrote it already. You can ride it. You know what I mean? I don't care. Yeah. Like you were the one that convinced (laughs) me to break up with him. So I'm confused. Yeah. But obviously like have fun. Ride or die. Like I'm sorry. Like best get tested. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Ride or die. That's ride or die. die. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. X's are X's for a reason. (laughs) Okay. One more. What if your supposed best friend calls you up one day and she tells you that she's getting married and she wants you to plan and organize her bachelorette party, but you're not going to be a bridesmaid because she has too many friends and family. And maybe the groom doesn't have enough friends. Ride or die, dead to me. I just wouldn't plan the party. Yeah, I wouldn't mm-hmm. plan the party and I'd be excited not to have to do all the bullshit yeah. that goes with being in a wedding. So ride or die? Yeah. Would you plan? Like, what if you can't not like- plan it? You you have to Let's plan say it in a scenario. Yeah, yes, like that's a scenario. It. It's contingent. I, actually, yeah, I would you, plan it, mm-hmm. but I would get such vengeance. I'd plan the worst. Oh, my like, God. Like, there'd be sunrise yoga at 6 a.m. Oh, Do you know what like I mean? mini golf yes. with the girls. Yeah, it'd we be all-inclusive like until 4 p.m. i just, like, throw curveballs <laughs> like that. I'm crazy, so don't come. To, I want my friends listening. So will you plan my bachelorette party? Yes, I will. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, if you give me an ultimatum, like, you have to plan this, or I'd be like, 
then guess what? You're yeah. dead to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dead. You're dead. Have fun at Chuck E. Cheese. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Have fun buying the same dress with your loser friends. Oh, <laughs> man. Loser. Amazing. All right. Well, <laughs> speaking of dead to me, let's segue into a spoiler-free conversation oh. Oh. Yes. Okay. of the brand new Netflix show, Dead to Me. The show stars Christina Applegate as Jen mm-hmm. and Linda Cardellini as Judy, two women who become unlikely friends after meeting at a grief support group. And as they bond, Judy desperately tries to shield Jen from a shocking secret that could so destroy bad. her life. Oh. It is honestly very shocking. It is so. So we won't spoil it. No, I won't. No. Spo- but I, I screamed four times. Like, I truly was just like, ah! yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's when so you good. Was, yeah. Watching the first episode, it was, there was so much meat to chew on because it, it really developed the relationships between the two women. Mm-hmm. Um, and already there were some twists and turns, even within that relationship, mm-hmm. um, which was so nice to, you know, they just both got to play all kinds of sides of emotion like there was anger there was sadness oh. there was, it was it was it was truly a great first pilot episode you don't see a lot of good pilot episodes no most, exactly. most yeah. pilots are trash and, and i can say that yeah. because <laughs> i have read a lot of my friends <laughs> and they're trash but this one was great <laughs> i feel like it's something too where it's like a lot of times because it's kind of heavy matter like uh grief and death yeah. and loss and stuff like yeah. that and that can kind of just like get muddled in where you're just like depressed and you kind of don't feel like you just kind of need to take a step back and be like, mm-hmm. oh, this really bummed me out. But you're just so intrigued by how they tell the story and rope it around and stuff like that. You're sort of just like, oh, I'm, this is juicy. It's very juicy. Yep. Mm-hmm. I yeah. also like that they play, sometimes when things, darker things are going on, I like when they play kind of like happier, upbeat music. Yeah. So they have a, the, there's a Beach Boys song that they play that kind of, it, it's in and then it comes back. Um, but it's like, wouldn't it be nice? And it's so interesting because it's happy, but she's like crying in her car. And so it's really, I like when they play with those, with that range, you know, to be like, okay, the music says one thing, but that, and then it makes it all a little bit lighter and a little bit more fun to digest. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like because kind of watching throughout you see that there's these two uh strong women but kind of in their own way right. and sort of like processing and it really shows how people deal with grief and mm-hmm. emotions and interacting with people so you kind of have jen christina applegate's character who's very stern and tough and just like oh what do you what do you need like forget like when they bring up a forgiving in the grief counselor thing she was just like no why the how can i forgive someone who uh murdered my husband really type of situation excuse me um how do you forgive someone who hits your husband with their car and then drives away, leaving him to bleed to death on the side of the road? How do you forgive that? And then when they have Judy's character just being like very meek, being like, oh, I have like. Yeah, she's very vulnerable yeah. and very Eating open about cookies. her grief. Yeah. Facts of life is on. What? Has anyone ever told you you're kind of a Blair? What? Fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. Why? I'm a Joe. How are you a Joe? I'm sitting in your outdoor living room watching TV next to your hot tub. Feeling a little blary. I'm a fucking Joe. Okay. Why? Who are you? I'm a Tootie. Mm-hmm. So which are you, a Jen or a Judy? I'm a Jen. <laughs> Outwardly, but then, yeah, but then you cry in, in the yeah. privacy of in your, your own home. And you blast yeah. music in your car you're, screaming. Yes, yeah. yes, or you absolutely. cry in your favorite bathroom stall in the office. What? I've never done that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have a good crying stall. You, you got to have a favorite comfy stall. toilet paper, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm probably a Judy, honestly, especially when I don't sleep. I just, one time, literally, my I was tired and my boss 
was like, hey, how are you? And I just burst into tears. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as you do. Yeah. When someone that, greets you. But honestly, like the Judy question, yeah. how are you, yeah, can be triggering. It can be, yeah. Because especially it's when like, you. like, how am I? Yeah. Because <laughs> half the time, do we even know? No, we spend yeah. all of our time no. on social media. So it's like, how am I? I don't fucking know. And like, also, I know all my friends in high school are in Spain. You spend all your time, like, <laughs> I'm not there. trying to or ignore how schemes. you are, too. Or in pyramid like, schemes. I can't think about how I am, because then I'll just crumble and I'll cry. So I'll just package it up. And that's kind of what Jen does. So then. When she yeah. has someone like Judy who after she, because after Jen made an impression at the grief <laughs> meeting that you're yep. kind of like, why would I want to talk to this like rude woman who's obviously going through something, but you're like, right. okay, she's not, she wasn't the nicest of the bunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judy went up to her and was like, here's my card. If you can't sleep, if you need anything. Right. And that's why I did love how they, their relationship kind of started to form very yeah. organically. I feel it like did. coming from a grief, just them, them just like talking on the phone until like 2.30 a.m. about their lives and their husbands and like what they like to like eat and do and stuff like that. And it was really cute and sweet. Yeah, it was a sweet moment of of, of female friendship that was um, that was soft and vulnerable, but was also like strong because here's these yeah. two women who both met under these circumstances that are very hard and very painful, and yet they're mm-hmm. they're like able to still form this friendship and show the strength. Can I say something weird? Please. Thank you. What? I don't know. Just for coming into my life, I guess. And also, just are not saying doing the same stupid shit that everybody says and does it just makes you feel more alone than you already are you know so yeah it's a really it's a, it's nice it's a good female friendship thing that doesn't make you feel like you're watching like two girls that are like let's be in you know yeah, exactly. it's not like, yeah. like sex and women sweet. are so i mean which is a great show but i mean but it doesn't age well you're right yeah. but there's you're no right. murder in it also I okay mean, oh, no, except um, for when the girl falls the, out the window new york Kristen, new york is over uh, Johnson, yeah i'm Kirsten so bored Johnson. i could die then she falls up yeah. the, you yeah, know yeah. what Honestly, I never watched Sex in the City, so I'm sorry. Friend. Oh, oh I, you know what? Such a you Judy. guys can drag me. <laughs> yeah, you really, yeah, you really are a Judy. Yeah, no, whatever. scratch that. You're the husband because <laughs> he probably didn't watch. The one Sex who in got hit in a hit and run. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, actually, this was for not <laughs> get, watching Sex in the City. Somebody found yeah, out. Right. The spoiler is Casey did it. Yeah. The spoiler yeah. is I kill anybody that doesn't watch the <laughs> show. Okay. Well, this is something that occurred to me. Like I thought was weird. I suppose technically if you do get killed by a hit and run that is a murder but like I wouldn't really think of it as murder. Well, Did it, you guys well, it's feel one like of those that? things that uh and even um Jen's character said like the cops like you'll never find a the you'll chance never find of getting them. a hit and run yeah, what are you going like, to do? And that's like it's I think it's more so one of those like I, I would consider it like someone did kill someone, but right, in it's like terms you were of, like, killed, the legal but were you murdered? That's the thing. Like they, it's harder to place motive like, and stuff like that. Yeah, but when you, not, well, you're not murdered in the way that we talk about it in like other episodes where yeah. there's like but that's the thing, passion so. and like a motive. It's just I like mean, you happen to get killed by a person, I but think we don't know if there's motive we yet because know. we don't it's know true. what happens in the we show. That one. is true. You I know? do. It was kind of a crazy detail too that they just had Jen going over to seeing any car with a dent and going to look at it. Do you do this a lot? Oh, no, just every time I see a person-sized dent in the front bumper of a car. Okay. The cops say that hit and runs are almost impossible to solve. But you feel like maybe you might find the person this way. Nope. But it makes you feel better. Not really. And that, yeah, I feel like that kind of so gave so much backstory to that's what uh, i love to, like yeah. these characters 15 minutes in are you so know fleshed out are. already that i'm yep. like where are we growing from here yep. and i'm so excited to see where they kind of mm-hmm. grow and like pivot off to and where their friendship goes throughout yeah. the course of uh, of what happens um did you see the twist at the end coming like 
Kind anything? of, yeah. I did. You, so I, you, I think you I thought did. You yeah. did, and well, you thought you figured out. I was yeah. clueless. I didn't yeah. see. The thing is, like, I okay. I read a ton of thrillers, mm-hmm. and I watch a ton of these shows, so right. I'm like primed to always be thinking of what the twist right. is. But even still, I didn't like. I don't think I got it completely correct. Right. Like I'm my, so naive. My thing is, yeah. I didn't get. No. And people will understand oh, this when they watch the episode. Yeah, you have. To I watch didn't it. see the first twist coming mm-hmm. but i saw the second twist coming oh okay yeah. see i yeah. just was watching it going whoa, whoa, whoa. i did love so the everything. first twist because you'll find out why because that's a yeah. great two person was, that, a blast from the past you're crazy well. the fact that there, there's two huge revealing twists in the first that's what I'm saying. it's such a yeah. good pilot yeah so definitely Amazing. check it out yeah, yeah definitely watch it dead to me is an addictive dark comedy that dives into the painfully unfiltered weird funny waters of grief loss and forgiveness and mm-hmm. i'm also gonna add friendship i think so you should it's a yeah, big thing that's fair so watch the new netflix original series dead to me now only on netflix i love that you said it's also a story about friendship because this is kind of a story about friendship it too. totally this is. is yes our crime today is totally a story about friendship however mm-hmm. these friends were not nearly as ride or die as jen and judy as <laughs> no. You will come to find out. They were Uber poolers. Yeah. No. <laughs> they got off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. I'm going to start yeah. using that as like an insult. <laughs> they were Uber poolers that followed each other. On yeah. Social oh, media, right. Yeah. You know? They tracked like, the ride. They were yeah. about that. That's yeah. so good. Yes. We're going to tell the story of Heather Miller. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. shit is wild. So strap in. Heather was born in Sellersville, Pennsylvania, to a father who left when she was an infant. <laughs> Typical. And a mother who waited tables to feed her three children. She had a very rough childhood and yeah. attempted suicide at age 13. She got into an abusive relationship at a young age, and that was how she gave birth to her first daughter. Sure, let's let's go with that phrasing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she has a daughter. Then she's still young at this time. It's in 1993. Heather meets Kevin Miller in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. They both worked at a seafood restaurant together because mm-hmm. Pennsylvania is known for its seafood. <laughs> Yikes. Heather was a waitress. Kevin was a manager. They hit it off and got married in April of 1995. Kevin called it a typical fairytale wedding. Yeah. Again, I'm going to side eye what a fairytale wedding in Quakertown, <laughs> Pennsylvania is like. I just see sleeves. All the crab legs. <laughs> I yeah. imagine that it's everybody's got the biggest sleeves you've ever seen. Right, and yeah. everyone's like, this feels like a tree. And hair. Yeah. Something. Yes. Yeah. I'm imagining like huge hair Ooh, and oversized yeah. glasses. Yeah. And this is just all based on the picture that we've seen of Heather with her and huge that- hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, girl. She's like an 80s dream. She's yes, like an she 80s. Really, she's yeah. like everything I wanted to look like in the 80s. I wanted right. my hair. I wanted just enough curl in the thing and I wanted to tease that shit up to the sky. Um, You go, Heather. Um, (laughs) Heather and Kevin had three children together um, and Kevin had a degree in accounting from St. Joseph's University and was working as a computer consultant when they got married. So he worked his way up from a restaurant manager. So, yeah, good for him. Yeah, and he he had like a couple jobs. Like he was trying to keep it together. He was trying to provide a good life for her. And everyone Mm -hmm. loved him in the... Yeah, they said he was yeah. a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But who knows? But was he? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, um, yes, Kevin and, and Heather get married. Um, and everything, I think, starts out, you know, pretty simple, as, as most relationships at the beginning of them are, nice and fun. Because um, they'd only been together for about two years when they got married, which, I mean, I think is a that's good... That's a normal... Um, yeah. You know, I think that's a good I, amount yeah. of time to get married to somebody, yeah. But also, you know, sometimes, you know, you really... It can, it can crumble, and, and their relationship, unfortunately, did start to crumble. Um, according to People magazine, about two weeks after closing on 
their house together. Kevin ended up losing his job as the computer consultant. Um, and then just a few days later, of course, as uh. as any good uh, guy that just lost his <laughs> job <laughs> scenario goes, she's pregnant again. Heather is now pours. pregnant. <laughs> that was the third kid or this was the second kid that they had? Because they had three together and then she had one, the right? One. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't remember where in the birthing order this occurred. Yeah. Right. But it, <laughs> but it, but either way, bad timing, unfortunate yeah. pregnancy mm-hmm. right after he loses his job. Um, but then eventually Kevin, again, found more jobs. Um, this guy just found ways to, to make it work. Um, but in finding these two other jobs, he was working 80 hours a week. Mm. So he was Ugh. barely home. Um, he was working part time as a night manager at a Walmart. And then he was also working um, as an information services director at a local manager manufacturing firm honestly all those words i hate i'd rather work at walmart Um, (laughs) if i'm just being honest with you guys but Um, that's rough too because it's like he's working at night and then in the morning yeah it's crazy i guess you don't have you don't have any time to spend together so when you do see each other everybody's probably she's annoyed that he hasn't been home he's annoyed because he's probably fucking tired she's taking Mm -hmm. care of a billion kids the brady bunch over there yeah yeah and kevin even admitted that this ended up creating like a ton of stress on the relationship like he was saying that like heather was essentially a zombie also because she was just only doing the childcare mm-hmm. um, for long periods of time without any help. He'd say that he would come home and completely lose his temper with her um, because she was, you know, tired from the kids and he would just trash the house and then he'd expect her to clean it back up Ugh. again. So uh, here's one thing I will say for Kevin throughout has always kind of admitted that he was a big part of, of a lot of their demise and a lot of he didn't troubles. hide his behavior. He didn't yeah. hide. Yeah. Whereas opposed to like, I think a lot of guys would probably try to be like, well, I don't even know. You know, he was kind of like, yeah. yeah, I fucked yeah. up a couple times. So yeah. So he definitely had some bad guy, typical like loser dude behaviors. Like a neighbor even says that he remembers that Kevin would throw Heather out of the house sometimes during arguments. Um, and basically he'd only let her in to change the diapers, which is <sighs> such a shitty, shitty feeling. I'm sure for a mother to feel. I have yeah. no knows, words. Oh my God. Who and then like the environment for the kids too. <clears throat> yeah. True. Yeah, and oh she said that there was just always screaming, like, regardless, like, from the house yeah. was just always... A house of horrors, it sounds like, yeah. which Oof. which which feels a little sad. And now me. it's something, too, where it's like, this is kind of a situation that isn't... is expanding from just their house, like, other people yeah. know about mm-hmm. it, and they're trying to pick And up they about talk it. about how small this town was, how everyone kind of knew everybody's mm-hmm. business. Okay, so back to Heather. We kind of realize now that she this is a relationship that she doesn't totally want to or feel safe in and want to kind of continue so she tried to seek counseling at a woman's shelter but says uh she wasn't helped because there was no physical abuse because as you can see a lot of it was kind of the <sighs> that makes me so verbal upset. abuse and this was also back yeah, in the 90s when i feel like conversations that we have now about what can qualify as abuse weren't really absolutely as, especially yeah. in like a small town in PA. also like don't people know that verbal abuse abuse sometimes leads to physical so, abuse like wouldn't this be well, like the first step yeah. of like try to prevent it <laughs> no that yeah. would be, that uh, would yeah. be not. too easy um but then heather also felt she couldn't seek a divorce because as she put it i had no money so no attorney would talk to me do, do we like i mean i haven't been divorced because i haven't been married or <laughs> engaged to or same cool, or in a relationship in yeah. three years no big deal but do we kind of feel like that is like a is that something that i mean we think an attorney would do to someone i can't like it doesn't if there's no money for yeah. them in the divorce they won't yeah. do it pro bono i like kind the, of yeah. yeah it's not the type of thing where like an injury attorney yeah. where they would yeah. take the case and then only you'd so only pay out if they yeah. win yeah no <laughs> so they know i'm barred <laughs> over there <laughs> i guess it's yeah. hard because i just come from jersey where everyone knows like a divorce lawyer and an accountant so it's like you know what i mean if yeah but if you're like, like everyone's class, got a guy like, yeah. people are yeah exactly yeah i 
and I, I can see that happening. I don't know. And I think a small you, oh, sorry, I was gonna say, I think you nailed it too. And the divorce lawyers, there's nothing but like injuries. Like if it's a medical something, that's mm-hmm. when they start taking cases for free. But they're gonna be like, I'm not gonna take your your little Quaker house in the middle of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like I don't care. Yeah. Anyways, but um, so even though like she couldn't uh, seek a divorce, she started, according to People Magazine, Heather started telling her friends that she wanted out of her marriage. Mm-hmm. And now this is when it starts to get a little interesting. Yeah, this now is we great. Start to get now let's fucking go. And like just yeah, rule of advice: whenever someone named Mindy gets involved run anyone Mindy. just go, go besides Mindy Kaling if it's Mindy with an I run so that is actually anybody that's named Mindy or Missy mm-hmm. I feel like Missy's are also kind of trouble so mm-hmm. yeah we yeah. have Mindy Robbins who was Heather's best friend at the time happened to be a practicing Wiccan mm-hmm. as one does yes PA's big for fish and Wiccans um, and suggested the two watch a movie about witchcraft called Practical Magic one of my faves mm-hmm. as a way to help Heather take her mind off the chaos at home Kind of an escapism. Yes. Um, can we just talk about how good um, Practical Magic is, oh. by the way? Um, you guys have both seen Practical Magic, obviously, oh, right? Yes. Uh, um, I have not. Don't come for me. Sarah. Where have you been? What do you... I don't know. When, I, when, I, now when, I like... First what off, do I watch? When were you going to tell us all of this information? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were going to be like, but what have you not seen Pretty Woman? <gasps> have you heard of True Beverly Hills? Do you know Can't Buy Me Love? Wow, you guys. Can't <gasps> calm down. I can't. I can't. I've had a okay. half a I glass of rosé. My know. shoulders are out. Yeah. <laughs> it is not the time yeah, of calming. We both are protruding right now. We, I, I know. Yeah. I, I feel like I I'm feel just like a very attacked. <laughs> okay, well, that's just, I we're don't just going to have movies. to show you those movies. I have commitment issues. I can't choose a movie. <sighs> So, I, you yeah. know what that's the thing though Robbie even says like sometimes he's like too. he has more fun just looking at the weird shit that's on Netflix than picking a movie mm. whereas I like I need to put on I put on things like Practical Magic mm-hmm. it's such a fun just dumb uh, fun film about witches essentially yes. um, it actually <laughs> came out in the, in the 90s which so you know that it like looks fuzzy to watch and you know I mean I feel like every movie I watch the, in the special 90s, effects like, yeah. are oh. probably terrible yeah it's like oh, a drawing yeah. it's like a cartoon <laughs> um, but it was released in 1998 and it had our girls Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman playing sisters because they look so much oh my God. alike <laughs> she's a redhead and she's a brunette <laughs> they came from the same woman great <laughs> um, but in the, in the film so Nicole Kidman's character is Jillian and she's kind of like the wild sister like she um, she's the one that like drinks and like has sex with men and she's the fun sister essentially. She's the, she's, I'm a Jillian actually if we're being honest I'm a Jillian but so she basically falls in love with this guy named Jimmy but he's terrible he's gro- like you know he's a abusive alcoholic and all that mm-hmm. stuff so um, essentially they kidnap the bad guy and they um, poison him with a plant called Belladonna um, which is also known as the deadly nightshade and they put it in Jimmy's tequila because again alcoholic man um, and it kills him Sidebar, so did they need to be witches to do that could they not have just done that as lay people it's more fun if they're witches and also like belladonna stevie nicks you're getting kind of like because they really yeah they like they would like sing remember that the whole scene they were singing lime in the coconut it's like so great Watch it. It's I'm fun. not totally sold. Sarah, I gotta be honest. Sarah, they're fun like witches. They're not like real witches. Movie. They're cool witches. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Heather was super inspired by the Belladonna. She literally took this movie, Practical Magic, and was so inspired by it in like yes. a very literal <laughs> sense. Yes. It's so funny. That I mean, it's like she was insane, like, but. I gotta get rid of Kevin, and this movie is gonna be how I do it. Like, so first she visits a local New Age store and buys a banishment spell. Which is hilarious. Yeah, but oh. I guess they didn't have the 
internet back then to like the extent we do now yeah Yeah. so she couldn't just look it up so she buys a banishment spell then she went to a nearby lake and performed a ritual to drive him out of the house Mm -hmm. but when she arrived home kevin was still there because magic is fake i'll say that and also (gasps) because mindy who is the wiccan if you'll recall (laughs) claimed that the reason it didn't work is not because magic doesn't work but because that spell was actually to get rid of goats and not people it's Uh, a practical explanation for a magic spell she's like no 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 i know why the magic didn't work for the wrong guy it's almost as if you can't control people with Uh, spells (laughs) yes (laughs) so then heather was like okay this isn't good enough i gotta do some more um so she buys belladonna so first i want to give you guys a background on belladonna because it's actually legit yeah um as casey sort of implied with her amazing accent it means beautiful woman in italian um it's also known as deadly nightshade yes and it's been used as a form of medicine since ancient times Mm -hmm. belladonna is a plant that has berries it's sometimes referred to as murderer's berries or devil's berries which i love and they have been thought to be the poison that romeo and juliet used in the shakespearean play Mm -hmm. um also ancient romans used it as poison and before that it was used to make poison tipped arrows so like in any case, this shit actually is legit and could poison you. Um, poison-tipped arrows sounds so sounds appropriately fun, like dramatic. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, it's like poison-tipped yeah. arrows. Oh, I wish. I wish that's how we fought. Still, like we have these <laughs> dumb automatic. Like I wish we were. I wish people were just dipping arrows in poison. Like That'd be dope. All that is to say that Belladonna can kill you. However, Heather was like so fucking stupid, so dumb that she oh. could not even kill someone correctly. Um, so first of all, instead of keeping her plan private, as you would if you're about to commit a murder, she decided to tell Mindy Robbins and then another neighbor named Diane, like, like, you know, you're screwed if like your hunchmen are Mindy and Diane (laughs) from down the block. Diane down the block always (laughs) blows the whistle. Oh, right. Are you kidding me? Diane down the block. Oh, Miss Zelinsky? I mean, oh, you're going to tell one person. (laughs) That's not bad enough. Yeah. You're going to tell two people stupid what she was going to do her plan which she presumably told them was that she was going to mix belladonna into one of kevin's meals actually his mashed potatoes which Mm. she thought would cause a heart attack Mm -hmm. and result in his death also can we just (laughs) say like why why do people jump straight to murder like like there's a lot of steps in between like yeah i could definitely see wanting to kill your abusive husband but that seems like a very like indirect yeah. and time consuming way to do it. I mean, it's yeah. like we all listen to the Dixie Chicks with that song Goodbye Earl, but I mm-hmm. feel like that's kind of an extreme. Inspiring. I mean, it's, it is inspiring, but it's sort of like a, this is, that's like, I don't get why she isn't thinking for Like she has four kids. You're going to, this will come back, like use your brain in that yeah. sense. Type or of situation. just like, I don't know. She's a simple woman. Yeah. I really honestly think she's just a simple woman who yeah. was just like, this I think seems, you're kind of right. I mean, right. she got inspired. I mean, like, Look at the inspiration. Here. I don't even yeah. think that movie like did well. I read up on it. It's not even it's, like a. It's it's like a but cult it's like now, classic. Now. It's yeah. a cult yeah. classic, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. like a murder guide. No. It's a it's a movie that your Wiccan friend Mindy would say, "Hey, let's Mindy. watch this." Yeah. You know what I mean? And you'd be like, "I guess so." I have nothing yeah. to do on a Sunday. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as we know, Heather, that was Heather's plan, but she even couldn't do that right. So Heather went to a health food store and purchased a bottle of Belladonna caplets. Mm-hmm. Um, after looking around, she found a very diluted version, uh, which is like a homeopathic remedy for poor sleep. So like right so off yeah, the I'm bat. So yeah, I'm going to start taking this. Yeah. And it's also one of those things that's like, 
you should realize that like the vitamins at Whole Foods aren't going to kill people. They wouldn't yeah. be on yeah, the shelf at Yeah, but they don't like intend to like they're not packaging it so you can take all 100 at once i was about to say uh, on the like if you took a whole bottle of advil you would die you know right exactly there's i mean i guess i can see her reasoning here yeah but they but they wouldn't sell they wouldn't sell high quality grade poison poison yeah so um she uh yeah so the (laughs) herb can be certainly deadly in high quantities like we were saying uh the homeopathic version that she got wouldn't have done more than just send her husband to sleep or give him some nasty indigestion. Literally yeah. indigestion. Like, that's what I they know. said. It's like you would just yeah. get like cramps. Or, and like, she was or so convinced that this was going to give this man a heart attack. Like she was like, While these pills she was, are like, going to give him chickens. a heart attack. And she told everyone. That was oh, thing. Yeah. She was like, he, she, she was going to go to look at his car, call, find him having a heart attack at work and all this stuff, like over a plate of mashed potatoes. The mashed potatoes. Yeah. Also like why, like mashed potatoes is not a very good portable lunch food. I'm no. going to say that. And it doesn't heat well. It's also like you're don't right. you also need that's a, a real crime. I'm like you're gonna put mashed potatoes in Tupperware. Give the man in some a share kitchen. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? Like, guillotine to everybody. He deserves to die. Um, all right. So after Heather grounded all a hundred pills into powder, she gave like the con- oh she put it in a vial, which in a is vial. the best, yeah. least mm-hmm. suspicious part, and gave it to uh, Miss Zelinsky to hold. <laughs> yeah. So like, and also that's very practical magic, like. At like apothecary moment, like with a vial. Yeah, like you're calling her Miss Zelinsky. Like, I know. Yeah, like you're like, <laughs> like a kid going from over the for block. Brisket you're after. Like, Miss Zelinsky, did you I have think... any candy over there? Well, because it's so weird. Someone's that's name from my high school was Zelinsky, and now I'm like, oh. I was like, maybe that's how you knew to pronounce it. Because I was like, I'm not even gonna try. I'm gonna right? just glaze over. Now this. I have a follow up <laughs> Facebook message to see. <laughs> I mean, like a Z and L. Like it's like a lot is going on there. Yeah, yes. I also heard that the reason that she supposedly gave this vial to Diane was because she was worried that Kevin was gonna find. It. and yeah and yeah. she kind of said that she was like secretly crying out for help but it's like no bitch you're dumb like yeah. you were just being a little you were being a kind of silly and, you and a know- little dumb on, in <laughs> mm-hmm. telling everybody yeah. that you had a murder plot and to murder someone don't take out a life insurance policy immediately oh my god to murder that is the like, number one lesson i've learned because a lot of times people get murdered for their I know. Life so policy. maybe I just know. maybe I should never take out life insurance because then that's like I'll get murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or just yeah. Don't don't just ever. never be worth anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's true already. So spend done. all your money. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So the Miller's babysitter Nathan Bleem testified in court that Heather also told him Kevin was worth more dead than alive and spoke oh my at length about yeah. a plan to give Kevin a mil- Kevin a military funeral after collecting his potential. $750,000 life insurance pay. Right. Which is insane. Okay. Right. I feel like this lady is literally acting like a cartoon, like murderer. Oh, yeah. She's totally. saying pretty much every textbook incriminating statement totally. that you could possibly yeah. say. And did we talk about the fact that Mindy even was like, honey, you can just divorce him. Yeah. They like, were all yeah. like, wait, why like, are they you were doing like, this? Why do you need like, to don't. do this? Yeah. So this whole time too, that Heather was devising this, this plot to kill her husband, Mindy, you know, her friend, was kind of like telling her, was like, honey, you can just get a divorce. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Because this is another very fun fact that um, uh, I can't believe we waited this long to I tell know, you. We should have so I know, this. I've been like dying. Um, <laughs> Mindy and Heather were doing it. Woo! They yes. were. Oh. Um, Mindy calls it that she was um, in a bad girl phase and she kind of roped Heather into it because mm-hmm. obviously Heather was already feeling some kind of way about her relationship and her marriage. So her and Mindy hooked up and then they would bring younger guys yeah. into, into the mix. Uh, a three. Yeah, yeah. Into like a kind of a, which is concerning. Thing. I think Heather was only 26 at the time. So like how young That's are these dudes? I'm, 
And also yeah. it's one of those, because uh. it's like you realize Heather had a child very young, so she probably was also realizing, I never got to do yeah. anything she totally was, She never got crazy. to have that yeah. bi phase in college. Like, yeah. yeah, we all were bi crushing up tablets in college. Yeah. She didn't get to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she, yeah, she was definitely like, playing around and yeah. seeing what was out there. Yeah. And, Didn't and you guys also plan a murder in college? Like I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's when someone told Sarah she couldn't be in her wedding. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But these friends, I mean, Mindy, I guess is a good friend. I think sort of, she well, starts out as a very friend. good, yeah. She starts out as a good <laughs> friend. And then by the end, not so much. They are not ride or die friends on like, Judy and Jen. Mm. Uh, so here, here's how like things kind of just go down. Um, so here's what happens. On April 2nd of 2000, Heather walks across the street to Diane's house. Um, on Diane's porch, Heather told her the whole plan like a fucking idiot. According to Diane, she's like, she held up a vial and I read it and it said Belladonna. And Heather said that she researched it and Kevin would drop dead from a heart attack. So Heather's plan, as we kind of mentioned before, was to send Kevin off into his night shift with a poison lace bowl and mashed potatoes. Okay, now the mashed potatoes makes more sense because he works the night shift. Okay. <laughs> you eat mashed potatoes at three. There we go. Major plot hole. We solved it. Well, Soft it's like a dinner foods food. only in the middle of the night. Uh, I mean, it's like a dinner true. food. It's yeah, true. I mean, they didn't true. mention a protein. Yeah, this is, <laughs> no. it is weird to just send a side. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like a gallon jug of potatoes. Some meatloaf. With a thermos, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Heather wasn't being a good wife. Right? No Don't dream it's over. Don't dream it's over. Yes. Just um, kidding, you guys. Men yeah. can make their own meatloaf. <laughs> Don't come at me. <laughs> they can. But Kevin couldn't because he sucked. No. Uh, so it's at this meeting on the porch that Heather asks Dan to hold on to the poison for a few days, which is weird. Like, so the husband won't find it. You're just like, hey, can you just like hold this vial of Here, poison? poison? I'd be like, yeah. no. Um, so Diane, not the ride or die friend, is now concerned because she's now involved in a murder plot because she yeah. literally is. So she calls up their mutual friend, Mindy, the next Man's. day. Um. And she's like, hey, do you know that Heather is like trying to plan this murder? <laughs> and Mindy's like, oh, yeah, I totally knew about that. Um, maybe that. And then Dan's like, oh, maybe you like we shouldn't let this happen. I'm paraphrasing. But <laughs> yeah, this is how I imagine this went down. And Mindy's like, um, OK, I guess you're right. And so Diane insists that they call the police. Diane makes the call to authorities and Mindy goes down to the station to tell the police what's going on. So I just have a question for you guys after all that, like listening to this, <laughs> uh, this, this testament of friendship, your best friend, again, kind of going back to our game we played up top. If your best friend told you that she wanted to kill somebody, could you hold it in? Here's a ride or die. Or I know that is me. a true ride or die. That's we should have opened with die. this. Uh, yeah. I mean, it depends how serious they were going to be about it because like, obviously, Anytime I complain about like a guy who fucks me over or whatever, my friends like want me to kill him, but I know that she's not actually going to True. commit yeah. a murder. You just say that to be nice. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I would be something. I'd be, I would. I feel like I'd be like, tell me nothing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like let a me lawyer. know if you need a ride somewhere. Say. I would literally just be a lawyer. I'd be like, I want to know nothing, yeah. but I'm here. Let me know what but to do. But these women didn't have a choice yeah. because you Heather were at my house. Yeah. Like seemed very serious. Yeah about yeah. this and also she's implicating them now she's like hold the poison like aka hold the murder weapon for me and yeah. be like 
at that point i think i wouldn't want to be involved right. i i would probably turn at that point i suppose i'm not ride or die that's but i'm sorry mean, I, I don't want to die in yeah, prison no i guess I, i'm not ride or die not <laughs> not for some witchy bullshit huh? i hear you yeah. um so obviously um after the, the friends kind of went to the police the police had to get involved um they were interested but they definitely needed more evidence because at this point all they have is a homeopathic sleep drug and a couple, <laughs> a couple friends like that were like this too much melatonin yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly at this point they came down with ambi and they're like she's gonna do something wild and the cop was like what are you talking about uh, like so, yeah exactly <laughs> so first obviously they had mindy call heather so they tried to like wiretap essentially they were like okay we're gonna tap the phone and try to get her to do a confession over the phone but heather was kind of like hey just come over we'll talk about it so then of course they just miked mindy and heather like the good <laughs> simpleton oh God, silly goose she is just started spilling the beans so we actually have some clips from uh the wire that mindy caught um at heather's house kind of saying what she was going to do. Do you not think he's going to taste it? No. Not with the way Mr. Kevin likes his mashed potatoes. <laughs> How oh does God. Kevin like his mashed potatoes? Now How I need Kevin to know. Butter and chives. <laughs> what chives are you putting in there? Yeah. No, she was also, she kept saying like, oh no, it's going to be covered up by the turmeric. I'm like, what kind Ew. of weird, <laughs> strong ass mashed potato? <laughs> what weird. is this lunch? Again, this is a real crime. Uh, this is a real yeah. crime. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so, front to cooking. Sorry. So Heather was so good at just <laughs> putting herself in a corner that not only was she talking about like the bel- belladonna and the mashed potatoes and how she was going to do it and the insurance settlement. <laughs> You little simpleton. But she was also recorded <laughs> discussing the multiple affairs that they were having, including the affair with Mindy. So she was talking about all this while she was mic'd, as if she was like oh her God. own, def- like working oh for God. the other side. This is literally like how to get away oh, with yeah, murder, yeah, yeah. except how to get caught how immediately to, yeah. for murder. Like how, to, how to get away with murder was a vine, and it's just the opposite. No, this is, this <laughs> is <laughs> done in seven. Like, Heather, you're busted. Yeah. This is dumb criminals. Yeah. This is dumb criminals. Bring, this is not yeah. how to get Bring away with anything. Bring in the dancing lobsters from that fish, <laughs> yes. fish shack that you worked oh at and met at. Yes. Oh, my God. So, of course, Heather gets arrested the next day by state troopers while on her way to Diane's house to pick up her <laughs> vial of poison. Yeah. Uh, and she acted all like, what? Me? What are you guys doing? She told police that she had had it with Kevin's verbal abuse and decided that the only way she could split from him was to kill him. That's what she eventually I mean, I understand the sentiment. It at first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I get that she's like, I was escaping something. Yeah. Um, but they were like, whatever. We're gonna still going to arrest you. And she was eventually charged with attempted murder, aggravated assault, simple assault, reckless endangerment, and solicitation to commit Moida. So the former assistant dis- district attorney pointed out that the maximum potential sentence could be as much as 80 years, which of Ooh. course <sighs> freaked her out. I'd be yeah. so pissed if I got yeah. sentenced to 80 years in prison for, for giving someone really too much NyQuil. For buying something at Whole Foods. Well, yeah. remember, like, it never <laughs> actually turmeric. happened. Like she never yeah. really did it. So to find it, you might right. get 80 years How is for that something even a, that you whatever, didn't I'm not actually. A lawyer. Yeah. But, okay. Stupid. And that's so weird, but it like this was the part that got so much freaking weirder for me. Yeah. And I forget... You said um, the dead to me catchline is misery just found company. Yes. Uh, Heather's misery just found some company. Oh boy. With her husband. Oh yeah. This is the part that I was like, what? How now? Um, So by the time the trial came around, the story, um, Heather arrived at the courthouse and the doors opened to Heather and Kevin walking in hand in hand. Hand in hand. What? Yeah. And Kevin told People Magazine that he forgave his wife. There's nobody who knows her better than I do. And I know in my heart she would never have gone through with this. So Even yeah, we have on wire basically. That she like, was. I feel like the important thing to bring up here is that Heather's entire defense hinged on the fact that number one, she didn't actually do anything. Yeah. And number two, yeah. like her defense was basically like, no, I wasn't actually going to do it. I was just talking shit about it. 
Yeah, and they had her come in. I remember mm. kind of like all like dolled up, just like a nice oh, little like with a pink wife. suit yeah, pink and suit. pink bows and a, big, and like a French braid. I mean, yeah. yeah, I was imagining like Tanya Harding and like the she, child yeah. Yeah. Tanya, just yes. kind of like and I like, blushed. You know what I mean? Type of situation. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Kevin's she is family such was a like Tanya Harding. No, Kevin. No, like this is not like she was going to do this. And Kevin's father is actually a retired policeman who was supportive of Heather until he heard about the wiretaps. But Kevin doesn't want to believe that he can't save the marriage. He's blinded by love. So, and again, uh, very, very good with, with owning pointing his he, own faults. Yeah. 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 So I'm after a four like, day yeah. trial, during which she attempted to blame her former girlfriend, Mindy Robbins, hmm. uh, for coming up with the idea to kill her husband. Oh, yeah. And I'm surprised Nicole Kidman didn't get drawn into this. I'm surprised she was like, Nicole, yeah, right? may, Nicole made me do it. Our witness. Right. You got to be kidding me, Kidman. Let's yeah. call Sandra uh, Bullock. Yeah. So uh, Heather was convicted of attempted murder, solicitation to commit murder, and aggravated assault and simple assault. And um, her lawyers asked for leniencies, and the judge sentenced her to 4.5 to 10 years. Yeah. I just, I, I feel like I could just make fun of this woman all day. Honestly, like, I feel bad oh. because she was going through a lot, but, like, this is just so hilariously I inept. Know. And it's one of those things I where know. you can kind of, like, stop and laugh a bit because at the end of the day, no one nobody was got hurt. hurt. Yeah, no literally, nobody got hurt. Suffered, she suffered emotional abuse, which was awful, and I feel like and, she kind of... Had yeah. to deal with that from her previous relationships. That's true, her first, and obviously her family is her reeling a bit from. I, but I just yeah. feel like it's funny because nobody got hurt, and even if she had gone through with her plan, nobody, nobody would have gotten hurt. This is like a Scooby like, plot. Yeah, like what yeah, this? literally. Like, what are we doing, old here? man Jenkins? Yeah, yeah. yeah seriously, I would have got away from it if it wasn't yeah. for you, you dumb witch. Seriously. <laughs> But Heather did yeah, serve time Mindy. in jail, which kind of does suck because like like we said, she wouldn't have even caused any yeah. harm if she were to go through with this plan. So that actually does kind of suck to spend a lot of time in jail. She ended up spending five years. Yeah, you can't just let it go. Though. Yeah, you, no. have, you have to do something. Yeah, but well, I guess it's interesting that they didn't bother dropping the charges when the husband was like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean, that, that means it's, it's just so many. Well, I feel like it's one of those things that it's like because they had if they didn't have like the wiretaps of the hard evidence like mm -hmm. it, it it's at that point. It's not the I feel like it wasn't like the husband pressing charges. It's like, yeah. oh, no, she's actively like a, th a danger and a threat. And she was attempting to do these things. That is true. Type of situation. So they had like the like the proof for that. OK, I'm going to briefly recall your question and I'm going to say that if I knew my friend was trying to kill someone but I knew that there was no chance that they would actually die that way I think I would keep it to myself just going to say that <laughs> you know I think that's fair if I my like friend that. was like I'm going to get a voodoo doll and like kill my boyfriend's like, voodoo doll I'd be like alright I'll, I'll, I'll buy you the pins yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like whatever it's not going to work I'll get you pins Um, yeah while in prison Heather and Kevin spoke on the phone several times a day and wrote letters to each other oh, every day I don't know I'm like, wow, Kevin is uh, loyal to a fault, yeah, to his own demise, yeah. almost. Like, Kevin, what are you up to? It's literally <laughs> simple. A simple yeah. man with simple needs uh, just wants to keep his family together. I mean, exactly. I feel like it's so much of like that he just really wanted what's was, best for his yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah really, that truly. really was what it was. Um, because once she got out of prison, they divorced in yep. 2007. And basically, Kevin kind of lamented the fact that they stayed together because he was like, other than the fact that I provided a sense of normalcy for the kids, everything that I did was for nothing. So like... And didn't... Because I remember she said something. She just loved the idea of being loved, too, in that moment. Same. So she Aww, was just kind of... Heather. I know, which I was like... <laughs> I got it. Girl, come over I get, here. I no, get but it's it. one of those things. Where, like, that also... That part just blew my mind, too. They had all this, like, back and forth stuff. So she was able to, like, entertain and pass the time in prison having someone visit her. Give her like love, validation, letters, yeah. and all stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when she's out, she's like, mm, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And now, and like it's, she lives nearby them now too, to like, well, she's back right. in the hometown, she's, yeah. which is so Fox interesting. She, yeah. <laughs> By the way, do you guys, is it me or do you feel like, I feel like I hear so many murder trials are always at Bucks, Bucks County Bucks uh, Courthouse, but I feel yeah. like Bucks I, County Courthouse Miss is something Linsky I've Bucks heard. County, yeah. I've heard that so much. I'm like, does Where everybody have Bucks? you heard that? I don't know. But the minute oh. I heard it, I'm like, oh yeah, Bucks County, good courthouse. One of what? my faves. You know, <laughs> I, just, I like instantly was like, I feel like I've heard this and I don't know if it just hmm. sounds so good, but, but yeah, she's back in her hometown and she even said, she's like, people look at me still and they're like, oh, I know who you are, but, yeah. mm-hmm. but you know, I think what actually is the saddest part is that she doesn't talk to Mindy or Diane I anymore. Know. I know. I she, kinda, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of sad about it. Yeah. And also could I just want everyone to know Mindy looks exactly how you think she looks. Oh Yeah. <laughs> With less eyebrows. <laughs> like, no eyebrows. Okay, well, it was yeah. early 2000s. You can't falter for she that. She went the other but way with I know, that's thing. interesting. I want to know, like, what... I want to see, like, if they, like, mend anything. So just, she was like, I hope she does something that she's... She, she's doing something that she's proud of. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. Not murder. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, again, they're, they're no Jen and Judy. No. They're, re- they're really no... I mean, they are dead to each other. I mean, but if they... If they <laughs> but they're no, like, the main character yeah. isn't dead to They're me. not drinking, like... A gorgeous glass of red wine over no. like a beautiful outdoor fireplace. Or watching even Tootsie. speaking to no. each other. No. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. also throw a, a shout out to uh, Aunt Rachel from um, uh, Family Matters. Oh, also yes. in that green circle. <laughs> what mm-hmm. up, Aunt Rachel? Wow. <laughs> so classic. Stacked. Oh, and there's someone I want to talk Aunt about, but I can't. Rachel, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, spoiler. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can't oh. do it. Oof. No spoilers. You have to watch it. No spoilers it. allowed. You all <laughs> have to watch <laughs> it. He's a really cute boy. Yeah. Yes. And he takes a bath. Okay. Yeah, that's all we're going to say. You need to watch the new Netflix original series Dead to Me. It's out now. Get and on that. yeah, everybody go watch it. And if you like this episode, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. at Twitter, at NATC Pod. Facebook, we have a fun group. You have to yeah. request to join, but like I'll approve you. <laughs> it's not another true crime group. <laughs> it's cool. We like talk about all the crimes and our opinions and theories yeah. even more unfiltered than this podcast itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, Sarah F. Carter. Uh, I'm on Instagram at, at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with a K. I'm on Instagram at Caseface B, Case with a C. And if you're listening to this and you enjoyed this podcast, please mm-hmm. subscribe, rate, review, right. review, like it. love it, love you, us. love us yeah. back, on. love us, call we me love skinny, you. skinny, you know, I don't know, <laughs> tell yeah. me, tell us we sound skinny, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tell us that we don't sound like we eat mashed potatoes at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. with turmeric, <laughs> love you guys, and thanks for listening, and we're going to take our sign off from Dead to Me, and our sign off today is Misery Just Found Company. Batches.